1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnold. All right, KCIM Sports Rewind on the air. Sports director Jeff Honnold back. Or Jeff. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, thanks the, a lot. It's the other Jeff. We promoted him and, and demoted you, apparently. Hey, that's fine. I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Blankman, sports director, here with me. Uh, we're gonna, we got an interesting topic to start off we with do. here tonight. We're going to get back to, to what happened at the Rewind All-Star event and things like that and kind of recap uh, everything else with fall sports. But we're looking ahead to the rest season and specifically the girls wrestling season first time ever so this is something brand new for and everybody's gonna gonna been want to know and more about this yeah it's it's i can't remember gary might be able to help or maybe sam can help as well how many years that we've had girls actually wrestling as i know south central and isac and kemper and stuff have had girls at least probably five, six, seven years now out on the mats wrestling against boys. But uh, this will be the first year that uh, the girls' union sanctioned mm-hmm. um, girls' wrestling. So the girls will be wrestling against girls, and there will be girls' teams. And it's going to be kind of fun to, to, to see how all of this grows and develops, and it sounds like it's off to a great start already. Yeah, let's introduce our guests. Uh, first of all, Sam Vanami is the Carroll High School girls' wrestling coach, and Gary Schmitz is the uh, the girls' coach from Kemper. First of all, uh, starting up a program has to be interesting. Sam, let's start with you. What made you want to be a part of this startup program? I think it's a great opportunity for the girls. Um, it's never been done before, and there's been a lot of excitement around it, um, and a lot of curiosity from the girls have been brought out. So people that you know are quiet or have never really even done a sport before all of a sudden want to they want to take part in it, and um, who doesn't want to be a part of that? Now, Gary, how about you? I mean, why did you want to be a part of this startup? Well, I've seen uh, we had a, uh, two girls and then a junior high girl last year, and um, I think they didn't fit the mold of, say, say basketball or any other sport. Um, but this this fit their mold, and you can see in in and if anybody's been around wrestling, they know it's you got you kind of you kind of fall into a different mold there. There's they're a different breed, a breed of individual, and uh, they are that way. These these girls that are doing it, um, they're tough nosed. Give us your background a little bit. Uh, your involvement in wrestling before you started this program. Yeah. So I've been I've been coaching wrestling now since I got out of service, and I've been 20, 25 years now. And most it's all been majority on the boys' side. Um, you know, I had um, two boys, and actually one of them right now is a junior up at Morningside. He's mm-hmm. wrestling collegially. Um, so I've been around it quite a bit. And you know, once once you you start doing it, it's hard to get away from it. And, uh, the, you know, I'm sitting here at an age right now, body's breaking down, and I'm feeling her. So it's, and this is one reason I kind of went, I decided I'm going to go back to the girls' side of things because hopefully they don't beat me up too much. Because I tell you what, you know, I, even even last year week of practicing, I'm feeling it, but it's 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 a total different uh, mindset with the girls. Sam, your, your background and what you want, why you wanted to do it? Um, I'm not going to lie or sugarcoat it. I don't have any experience with wrestling, um, but I am learning a lot, a lot of YouTube, a lot of, uh, a lot of guidance, um, from the boys coaches, uh, Eric Noggle, and he's got a great group of guys behind him that are just beyond helpful. Anything that I need, they are right there. So, um, I'm right down in the mat with them. I'm 
walking and I'm sore just like the girls and I'm learning so much. Finally, a coach is as sore as the players. Yeah, I always gosh, love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you mentioned Coach Noggle and his staff. For both of you guys, staffs, are you guys going to have staffs, assistants? How is that all going to work out? We'll start off with you, Sam. So I actually do have an assistant coach, Joe Daniels. He's the middle school coach. Okay. So um, he comes over when he can um, because he's got 35 of his own wrestlers over at the middle school right now. And But he's coming over on Wednesdays when they don't have practice. When we uh, go out of town, he's going to be right there with me. And he's got a wrestling background, and um, his daughter's on the team. So uh, he's he's going to be great. He's going to be super helpful. And then, uh, yeah, for right now, I've got Noggle at uh, practice with me just helping ensuring that I can lead the girls in the right way and everyone's safe and just – an extra set of eyes doesn't hurt ever. Right. Sure. Gary? You know, I got uh, Tracy Upman. Um, she's she's a gal wrestling background. She she uh, was a manager for a Kemper back in the day, and she's got a couple boys. And then uh, her daughter, Grace, is a junior for us, so she's actually great. Uh, wrestled a couple of years and Tracy wanted to get in it so she got her uh, uh, certification for it and she's in there and she's kind of she's kind of you know ne- never stepped on the mat she's been around the sport but never stepping out and actually getting out there and scrapping is a total different thing and she's finding that out because I have her actually practicing with one of the girls and uh, she's commented too she's a little sore <laughs> and <laughs> never been in this situation so what are your numbers like well, mine right now, I got uh, I actually got four junior high girls, and actually got just one that's uh, decided she's going to come out just a little late. So I got five there, and then I got another. I got six high school girls. Um, unfortunately, one of my girls that she was a state, uh, she was at the state tournament last year. Um, Kyra Walterman, she's she's had a she had an injury. We're kind of hoping maybe she might get back, but I'm not sure about that. But um, so we officially have five of them that'll compete right now. Sam, what are your numbers looking like? Um, I started off at 17. Um, I am down to 15 right now. You know, people come out and they want to try it out or they change their mind, and that's fine. I don't want to um, force anyone to do anything that they don't want to do. I'm just happy that they are willing to try. But, yeah, we uh, right now we're comfortable at 15. And, Coach, with those kind of numbers, sounds like the reception of girls wrestling at Carroll High has been very good so far. So far, so good, yeah. Um, again, like I said, I think some of the ones that have come out, they – they're willing to get out of their comfort zones and um, kind of to touch on what Gary said, it's a different breed and they mm-hmm. are very disciplined and they're very focused and it's just a really great group of girls. Now it's a little different than the guys. Uh, there's different, different weight classes and things, but the one thing that we talked about off air said people will be surprised at the aggressiveness mm-hmm. of, of girls wrestling. Talk about that in the practice so far and what you've seen. Um, so far what I've seen is, you know, I think they were a little bit scared or intimidated at first just to get in there. Um, you know, they didn't know what to expect. But now I've got girls that are getting bloody noses and they're they're getting in there and they're not afraid because they know that come next Saturday, they have their first meet and your opponent's not going to feel sorry for you. They're not going to let go of your hands. They're going to want to pin you down. And now the aggression's starting to build up. They're getting more comfortable on the mat and with each other and with their bodies. And it's it, they're familiarized with the moves too, which really helps before they didn't know that. But um, yeah, it's just the physicalness is it's up there. Gary, how about the, I mean, your, the physicalness at your practices so far and things? Is it, is it where you want it to be? Is it surprised um, you? It's, it's getting there. Um, the girls have been in there that have been in there in the past, um, kind of leading the way. And I try to mix them up and don't let them just pair up with each other and say, you got to pair up with someone else. And you got to show them that, you know, it's not, it's not a bad deal to, get in there 
Um, and I told him, he said, you are going to, your face is going to be a little bumped and bruised. I said, that beauty, that beauty that you show right now, you think you got, it'll come back, you know, and um, you're going to feel it. But I tell you what, that I, once they understand, and the young girl we had in junior high last year, she was taking her lumps and uh, didn't get a win because she was battling the boys. And the first time she got a win, all those bumps and bruises and pains all went away. So, Coach, how much has it helped to have Grace Hoffman and even Kyra, who's you know still injured and maybe not, but still be able to be a vocal leader and kind of explain they've got two years under their belt at the high school level already? Yeah, you, I mean, you go in there and you, you ask one of them to maybe demonstrate a move um, and show how hard you have to go with it. They kind of know it already, and they they go hard. And uh, Kyra, I, I tell you what, I'm, I just it breaks my heart that she can't be out there because she was she the switch flipped about halfway through the season last year, and once she understood a uh, few few extra things, she was aggressive. And uh, there was boys in the room that probably didn't want to pair with her. She was <laughs> she was aggressive. She was really getting after it. She's still in the brace, or is that off? No, yet? that's off, and she's okay. doing her therapy and stuff. Um, and doing what she can, um, at, you know, with the physicians and stuff that are letting her go. So it'll, time will tell. What are the weight classes this year for girls wrestling? Uh, do you guys okay, so you have that? I, I haven't goes, looked yet. That's why I'm asking. It mostly goes up from 100 um, in five-pound increments till you get to about 155. Then I believe it's like 170, 195, and then like 235, I think. Yeah, so... Yeah, they kind of change a little bit from the boys. There's 14 weight classes, but, yeah. Now, we've talked about the boys struggling to fill some of the weight classes. Are you guys, I mean, obviously starting the programs, you're, you're still looking to add numbers into that roster? Sam? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got a few girls that are going to be in the same weight class, and then there's a big gap. Um, I mean, but it is what it is. I, I, can't, I can't make the numbers come together. It's just uh, they're going to fall in where they fall mm-hmm. in, and... Um, if they have to go up or if they have to drop, then we'll figure that out along the way. But for right now, um, I've got a good um, diverse uh, weight classes. I've got I got all over the place. I've got down to 100 mm-hmm. to 235. So how about you, Gary? Are you filling up all the classes or the? Yeah, we actually. I mean, there's a few that are above where I kind of want them to be, but I emphasize to them that by no means do I want them thinking about cutting weight. I want them to be comfortable, and I think they'll understand after your, their metabolism starts cranking up, it's just going to fall off, and, right. and that's what happens in, in any sport, but in wrestling especially, once we start ramping up the intensity in the practice, that metabolism, you, you're, you're, just, you're going to drop naturally in weight. Now, the big thing is with, between the boys and the girls, and obviously the, the body's a little different. You know, you got different uh, weight not well uh, a weight assessment doesn't allow them to get as low mm-hmm. as the boys and that's a good thing you know we don't want them cutting the kind of weight the the, the guys are allowed to cut and then um, their bodies are going to change month you know through the month and that's the big thing and and i don't understand that as a guy i kind of do but they're going to understand i don't think they understand it as young right. women that what their bodies are able to do so i got a little i'm kind of doing some things to help them understand that and uh, it's a good thing to have a, a female assistant coach in there to help me in that manner, too, to get them to understand what, how we're going to get our weights down to there. But truthfully, we do. We fit from every weight class that they have in there. If we do it right, we'll be able to get in there. So when we come to our uh, Super Regionals at the end of January, 
Um, hopefully we'll be able to fit, fit those weight classes and not be on top of each other where we got to decide who's going to wrestle at the Super Regional. So Weekend tournaments, uh, all going to be traditional? Are they going to be individual team duels? Uh, do you guys know? Is there Has there been any guidance on that, or is it going to be like the boys where some can be either? Well, most of them are going to be what they consider what they call a scramble or they call it a Madison bracket where basically they just pair them up in okay. uh, four-man brackets. I think the scramble situation is more of a um, so you can go up a weight class and still still compete. What they're trying to do is get the best pairings and be fair with each other. So if we got girls, which we do, we got girls in the state of Iowa that are just phenomenal. I mean, they're ranked nationally. Right. We don't want those girls to pair up with some first-year kid that doesn't do either one of them good, and it just uh, d demeans the other girl. So we don't want that, so we're going to pair them up the best way we can, and that's throughout the state they, they want that. But they do want them to get um, full brackets if we can. So it's mostly not uh, going to be tournament style instead of uh, duels. Okay. It, conferences, everybody in your conferences, I mean, I assume they're going to they're gonna go by that, or, or how are they breaking the schools and dividing the schools? Are they doing that? For regional? Like, are you going to be in the Hawkeye 10 and you're going to be in the Raccoon River, Sam? Or is it uh, it just kind of Do you guys all know if most of the schools in your conferences <laughs> yeah. are wrestling? Uh, well, there's oh. uh, Coach pa our, uh, Mr. Powers up there. He's kind of indicated that some of the schools are a little behind on things. And they're mm -hmm. just now trying to create schedules. And they're coming out and saying, hey, we all want to. Well, let's get together as a Hawkeye 10 and and compete and like well we already got a schedule set so <laughs> maybe next year or yeah. we're going to try to get some some uh setups going but uh it is they all want to try to so that we all get matches against each other but mm -hmm. it probably isn't going to happen the way they think it is just because we already have a lot of scheduling set already so sam how about your schedule what are you looking at to start the season and where are you going to be traveling to um we start the season on the 19th we go to nevada um and much like Gary, we have a lot of uh, the brackets will be the same. Um, and then we don't have a meet again until the third. But we're, we're in West uh, Monona, Nevada. We've got some here um, at home. Uh, we go to Ames. And again, it's a learning curve for everyone. So we're still adding and checking around different places to see where we can get in. I know we're going to Audubon in December 10th. But uh yeah, everyone's just kind of learning along the way and kind of relying on one another. Do you want to bring your team here just to get exposure, get everyone comfortable? And, um, yeah, this year there's going to be just a lot of – we ask for a lot of patience. And mm -hmm. next year we'll see where the, uh, the scheduling goes and where that all falls in for conferences and whatnot. I'm thinking that you guys are going to have a great response. I think there's going to be good crowds. For, first of all, they want to see what's going on. But how, how important is that for the girls to have a big crowd and encourage them like that? I hope so. I want, you know, I hope the word gets out. Everyone wants to come and see it because these girls are working really hard and they deserve to have just as much of a crowd as any other player for winter sports. So, um, yeah, come out and cheer them on and just be proud of them because they, they need all the help and the uh, support that they can get. How about the importance for you, Gary? Well, I tell you, that was one of the things I wanted to make sure that we're not all on the road all the time and our, the, the fan base can't see what they're doing. So on the, I think it's the 15th, we, we wrestle, uh, the boys wrestle uh, Lewis Central and Atlantic, and, and knowing that they're going to have some uh, pretty decent-sized squads, we're at home that, that day, that evening. So I wanted to make sure that 
let's get the girls involved. It gets, mm-hmm. We already got a fan base that's going to be there. Let's get that exposure that particular night. And then I believe it is um, January 3rd, I think, that Carol and Kemper, and I believe it's Audubon, yeah. um, and possibly Ridgeview uh, will compete. And that, that night again, we're going to try to get girls to compete. So that's another great night. We're coming in the last part of last month of the season, and the girls should be hyped up and ready to just put on a little bit of show. So, what's the postseason going to look like this year? <laughs> well, they they as in the past. It's a first year, Jeff. Give I, them a break. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, in the, in the past few years, being unsanctioned, and they knew there it was just an automatic qualifier. You right. made the state tournament, so you went over to um, the Extreme Arena, which yep. um, nice place to compete. And uh, but this year they knew the numbers were going to be higher, so they're going to have uh, super regionals. They're going to call it. Okay. At this time, they have no idea where they're going to be yet. And the thing that was explained down at the coaching convention was they don't want, say, the top ten girls all be at the same super regional. Right. They want to do their best to to uh, spread that wealth out throughout, so that truly the best wrestlers get to the state tournament. And it's always hard. You're always going to have uh, uh, an uneven balance, no matter which how you look at it, because there's programs um, <laughs> throwing a few names out there. Wavy Shellrock, predominantly a powerhouse in boys wrestling, right. Southeast Polk. They're going to re- come rolling in there with 30, 40 kids otherwise. So, and and you know they've worked towards it. So, you know it's interesting, Gary. You work at DMAC and Sam Year. You work in the Carroll School System. Mm-hmm. Do you hear any buzz in the hallways about this, or what are the kids talking about for this first year of girls wrestling? I think there's a lot of buzz. I think uh, people are surprised at who's doing it. Um, I know the kids are giving me a hard time because they were surprised that I was coaching, but uh, I think just in general they're excited. I'm hearing a lot of people saying that they can't wait to come and see it. Parents as well as what I'm getting back from the community. Um, just. There, you know, a lot of dads too. Just this is a great bonding opportunity to go and you know, wrestle around with their daughters, show them you know their old moves, and they're excited to go and cheer on their daughters. And I think it's great. I'm just I'm so excited and I'm so proud of these girls for working so hard. I can't wait for them to just get out there and show everyone what they've got. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. You've been I mean you've been tracking this for a couple of years yeah. now. You knew this that, that this day was, you coming, it was that coming. They were going to start this program. It's going to be fun to watch it as it grows throughout the year. It is, and and for us, uh, we have six boys teams that wrestle for the the ten schools that we cover, and I think right now Audubon, Essex, South Central, and Carroll and Kemper uh, are certainly do it. The only one I'm not for sure is if Coon's got anybody uh, that's going to be wrestling girls right now. But uh, yeah, it's nice to see that. Uh, you know, we're going to have really good participation, I think, in, in, yeah. in all of the area schools that have wrestling. So. Well, absolutely. Again, we want to thank guys. We're going to have to cut it short here. But uh, Sam Vanami, Carroll High School girls wrestling coach, and Gary Schmitz with the, for the Kemper girls. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Good luck this season. And uh, we hope to talk to you again after the season, uh, after a, hopefully a hugely successful season for, bo- for both of you. Yeah, thanks for having All us. Right. Thank you. All right. That is once again Sam Vanami with Carol High and Gary Schmitz with Kemper uh, kicking off the girls' wrestling programs at both schools. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. 
The age of reason took place over 200 years ago. It was a time of amazing scientific and philosophical progress all over the world. Truth, reason, and tolerance thrived and even shaped the Constitution of the United States of America, the foundation of our democracy. But now those building blocks of America, of democracy, are under attack. In just two decades, big tech social media billionaires have allowed their platforms to roll back truth, facts, and tolerance, and fill the screens in our homes and in our pockets with lies and hate. Online disinformation and hate affect everything, everyone, everywhere. It splits us apart, hurts our children, polarizes our societies, and is literally leading to violence and terror in our communities. Lies and hate everywhere are a threat to all people anywhere. Be a part of the change. Help defend the future of our democracy. Go to counterhate.com to learn more. This is KCIM Sports Rewind, of course, and uh, we are presented by K- uh, St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. Of course, they got a great one. Eight-week program that is going to get the best out of any athlete, any age. You want power? You want strength? Give them a call. 794-5241. Be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. Interesting chat with uh, both the Carroll and Kemper girls wrestling coaches for this year, Jeff Blankman. And our, we're going to, I think we got our sports director on the phone now, don't we? Uh, Jeff Honnold? <laughs> no, uh-uh, I don't want that job. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We, we just have too many Jeffs around here between Storia Han, Blankman, and then Honnold is just, the tri-Jeffs are just too much. Well, I, and I will say this, uh, the three of us show up for, for uh, state volleyball this year and we walk in and the lady at the gate's like, can can I get your names to cross you off the list and get your credentials? And we're like, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, and Jeff. And she goes, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> and no, so, we're not. I'm Jeff. This is my brother Jeff and my other brother Jeff going on there. So, yeah. Uh, what did you think? Did you listen, uh, Jeff Honnold, to that uh, conversation with both uh, Sam Vanami and Gary Schmitz about the wrestling programs? And give us your thoughts on that first year. Yes, I did. And I, I tell you, as being part of the wrestling family for years and years and years uh most of us are very excited to have a, a girls program going you know it was fun to watch them out there but it just wasn't fair for them to compete against the boys in most cases and uh to have their own sanctioned sport i think is wonderful it's starting to spread out i know my brother's working uh, helping with a, a team out in nebraska and it's it's just one of those things that i think is wonderful they get the opportunity i i know there's a lot of girls that uh, in the past would have wrestled if they had the chance so uh, great, great opportunity, and uh, I look forward to help supporting it. You know what? I, I, I hope there's huge crowds where, wherever these girls go. I mean, that that would be the biggest boost they could possibly get. And, and I think there will be. I think a lot of people are going to, wrestling people for sure, are going to show up. Uh, there as, as Gary said earlier, um, wrestling families, wrestlers, there's a different mold, a different mentality with them. And you don't have to have somebody wrestling to be a wrestling fan and, and be a former wrestler and still show up for tournaments and show up mm-hmm. for meets. The wrestlers follow wrestling, and they really love it. Yeah, and it's, it'll be interesting to see how uh, how full each team is on their lineups, because we know that the boys' team struggle yes. with that. So Yes, uh, and it will be interesting. I, I 
I, I thought one of the things that Gary said with, you know, Ridgeview having about six different schools kind of feeding into their program, I kind of was wondering if maybe some of our programs around here would try to do something similar, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, to be able to fill up a team a little bit more. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I wonder if Ridgeview has NIL going up there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what, what's your expectations for uh, maybe attendance at the season and how things are going to go for that? Well, you know, wrestling is, is not highly attended, but, you know, we are a worked bunch. We do follow. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of them following on online as well. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think they're going to get the wrestling. The wrestling family will show up, you know, as much as, as, much as they can. And, um, they'll be vocal. That's one thing you know about wrestling is there may not be a lot of people in the gym, but you're going to hear them all. They're there. <laughs> nothing's crazier than a wrestling mom. So uh, <laughs> you're going to hear the support, and uh, and uh, it'll be fun. You know, I, I we were over at the uh, over at the arena in uh, in Coralville and uh, just kind of looking around and trying to figure out how they're how they're going to set up the broadcasting there. You, know, you can't be down on the mat like we were there, so. Um, I, I, there's a lot of stuff to iron out. I think you're going to see a lot of changes in the next two, three years. I think you're probably going to see some consolidation of teams, and everybody's just starting to get things going here and figuring it out. So should be fun, but uh, expect a lot of change in the next two, three, four years. I think I'm going to get a sweatshirt printed up that said Crazy Wrestling Mom and sell them at the meets. <laughs> oh, you'll make, you'll make a ton. You'll make a ton. That's, that's actually like a badge of, a badge of pride. <laughs> I believe it. I definitely do. So uh, it'll be interesting to watch coming up uh, very soon. Jeff, you'll be filling us in on what's going on uh, throughout the season. But let's talk about the all the uh, Rewind All-Star event. You had it uh, Sunday at Carroll High School, Jim. Well attended. Kids had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had quite a few kids that were in plays throughout our area schools. Some were in fall softball tournaments out of the state. Some were in rodeos out of the state. Uh, but they had all left me know that they weren't going to be able to be there. And, and Jeff, I tell you what, I... I I said this on, on Sunday. Um, we've had groups that have had fun before, I think, in the past. That volleyball girls senior all-star game and the volleyball boys all-star game for the seniors, I think I saw more smiles and more laughs and just more not caring and, and just having fun than maybe I've seen in some of the previous ones. Yeah, there was a lot of white tea show, and they, they had a lot of fun. And I asked a couple of them, said, well, it was a little awkward at first because, you know, you're playing with people you might you don't even know. You know, it's kind of like that first practice at a club or whatever. You don't know them, so you're kind of feeling it out. And they had balls hitting the ground. Of course, you have all of us chirping from the sidelines. And uh, uh, I just, there was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, even in the stands, they had fun just chirping at each other. And uh, you know, I saw a lot of selfies going on, a lot of pictures being taken uh, along the sides. And I tell you what, we're either going to have to get a step stool for us to stand on or something because these kids keep getting taller. We're pretty soon we're going to have us out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the opposite. I think you guys are actually shrinking. So I, I, uh, I agree. <laughs> but uh, talk about the, the you had one uh, where they were throwing footballs through a yes. target. First of all, I uh, got to give props. It was Austin Stolk. Austin Stolk that Man, built it. Yes, dude, you built quality stuff. I'm telling you, that is a heavy duty target they were shooting at. But but guys, you're not trying to throw it through the plywood. <laughs> you're trying to throw it through the holes of the plywood, right? Yeah. Luckily, Mr. <laughs> Honnold grabbed some weight. It wasn't going to tip over, but uh, I. I was surprised that you know uh, Austin did an amazing job building it, and we thank him for that. And and uh, he made it so that it wouldn't scratch the floor, uh, you know, and stuff when it was flipped over, so that it wouldn't roll. It was off the rollers. Uh, but I was surprised, Jeff, at 
some of those guys were throwing so hard that the thing actually slid back a little bit. And it would be by the time one guy would be done or two guys would be done throwing, it might be three or four inches back from where it had previously started. Yeah, but the safest places when I put that uh, sandbag is just stand right behind it because they couldn't get it through the hole. So you're safe behind. It's kind of like, like golf. Being the fairway, you're safe. So, uh, you know, boy, they hit it hard. I, it, I, it was fun. You know, I, you could see guys really working at it. And I think Coach Rose said he beat, beat his quarterback. The, the coaches are trying to beat their quarterbacks. And did Steinkamp? I think Steinkamp did a no look one, the first one. He did, and that was the only one he made. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking you guys just each stick your head through uh, each one of the holes and see see if they can hit it. Well, I, I will oh, say this. Guaranteed. Coach Rowetter did go and hide behind it when Colton Whelan was going to throw, and Colton knocked through of, two of them through, but it was right after Rowetter had moved. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think they had a tremendous amount of fun. Um, I, I don't know if we need to tweak the, the serving competition for the girls. I know there were several girls that didn't do it this year, and they just they felt they were nervous because they didn't think they were going to be able to get any serves over. So we've got to, I don't know how we fixed that part of it, uh, but uh, I, I think the kids that went out and did it had fun. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a great all-star event on Sunday. Uh, you can probably get in pictures coming up on the, the Facebook page. Website. Yeah, I know Jeff Storyhan has sent us the links. I, I, I guess I'll have to look to see if Pete has, has published those or not, but uh, they should be out on the uh, Carol Broadcasting Sports Network Facebook page along with the Mackey Motors Facebook page. And as I talked about on Sunday, those are free downloads. So you can download mm-hmm. those for no cost at all. And thanks to Mackey Motors and Jeannie Kirkhoff and Carol Broadcasting for, you know, um, handling that with Jeff Story Hunt yeah. to allow him to be able to go out and take photos. Uh, yeah. yeah, you got a pro right yes. there. I mean, those are professional pictures that you're getting right there. So. I, I did joke the other day, and I, I'm sure he appreciated it. I said, you know, some of the moms and dads in the crowd on Sunday, Jeff probably took your pictures when you were in high school. He's been here doing yep. it for that long. I said, Jeff, I'm not calling you old. But, you know, <laughs> sure you were a little, little backhanded uh, comment there. And, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, we got to talk girl state swimming. That's coming up this uh, this Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Congratulations again to Deb Danner and all of the girls. Uh, they had their state qualifying meet this last Saturday up in Fort Dodge and and, and had just a terrific, a terrific a day. Um, a qualified five events uh, for the state meet. Uh, we'll just kind of run you through prelims will be on Friday. Finals uh, for a lot of this will be on Saturday. And then, of course, state diving is thursday we don't have anybody in the diving competition but the uh 200 medley relay team uh they qualified 17th overall they were fifth in their qualifying meet that's how talented that meet was Haley burns emma myers amelia holt and zelda demas make up that team um emma myers qualified 19th in the uh, 200 im she was fourth at the state qualifying meet uh, amelia holt qualified uh, in 31st place uh, taking sixth at the state qualifying meet in the 50 freestyle uh the 200 freestyle our relay team uh, took fifth at the state qualifying meet, uh, qualified with the 16th fastest time. Uh, they'll have Amelia Holt, Natalie Kent, uh, Haley Burns, and Emma Myers in that. And then Emma Myers getting in in four events. Um, she took first place in the 100 breaststroke, breaking her own school record in the process of nice. doing that with a time of 105.93. Uh, and she was sitting fifth and the qualifying times heading into the uh, state meet come up again over in Marshalltown mm-hmm. at the YMCA over there. So I'll be headed over there on Saturday to be able to provide some coverage. So. All right. They're looking forward to that. Uh, got a hit on a little college football here. Uh, Jeff Honnell, I think I'm going to let you speak for all the Hawkeye fans. Are you guys off the ledge after this huge win over Purdue? No. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they got coming I mean, up? Who's, very, 
Who's this week? It was a very good one. I was I was selling some tickets for somebody, and uh, uh, ticket prices were dropping like a rock. Now the tickets did sell after Purdue win, so uh, that helped that. But you know they're they're, they're a good team, and and I, I think if you look at their schedule, they probably played uh, the better teams at the front half. So they're probably not as bad as they've looked, but. Uh, uh, you know, I hope they get one more win here and get qualified and, and uh, make sure we beat Nebraska so I don't want to listen to Blankman forever. But, uh, you know, that they're they're probably it, – it's Kirk. He'll probably sneak out an eight-win season somehow out of this. And I've never given you a hard time when Nebraska beat you. Uh, I, I, that was I will early in that. the Big Ten. I Jeff do not Blankman do does that. Not, does not get out yes. there on social media and doesn't doesn't do that. I, I will say, though, that I did tell Doug Waniger two weeks ago when they had five games left that they were going to win out. The only thing I was wrong is I said they'd average 50 points a game. They haven't gotten there yet, but they'll get there. No, 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 no. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you add all five last five games together, they might get to 50 and uh, but no, and Jeff, you're all right. You, you take a lot of abuse. Uh, now, between you and I, we abuse each other because it's just the way we are every day. But uh, uh, you know, you're you're one of the Nebraska fans that uh, that doesn't try to rub it in. But you, you also haven't won in a while either, so it's kind of hard to rub it in. <laughs> don't have to. You don't have to remind me. It's been seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and how many coaches ago? But uh, Iowa State fans feeling a lot better after their win uh, on Saturday. Now they go to Oklahoma State. That uh, is just not. They're a shell of what they used to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Cyclones win that one this weekend yeah. and get themselves bowl eligible as well. And I th- well, again, they got to beat Texas Tech. Right. Uh, I think they'll get one of those last two to get bowl eligible. All right, yep. and uh, Honald, your feeling about Iowa State going into Oklahoma State? Yeah, you know, I've been watching them all year long. My wife, uh, my wife likes to go to the games, so I've been going over very, very a lot like Iowa. Very good defense. Uh, so the defense can get you some wins. I think they can beat. Uh, I think they get two here. I think they get two out of the three. And uh, and get to themselves to a nice little bowl game. Yeah, Iowa State discovered they had a running game. The Hawkeyes discovered they have tight ends. You know, to be able to complete <laughs> some, some passes and stuff like that. So, but uh, how's Nebraska doing? Last couple of weeks. Um, you know, we're we're kind of doing like we've done the last. How many few wins? Years. You four. We've got three. three. Um, okay. And 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 need I, to win out. As much as I I hate to say this, and I wish uh, you know Blaze and all of the guys the best of luck over there. They're at Michigan this weekend, so it may not be pretty. Um, and then they close out with Wisconsin and Iowa. So uh, I don't Oof. think many people feel like they're going to get a win. I do think, uh, you know, if you look at the way Wisconsin and Iowa had been playing prior to the last couple of weeks, I think you gave Nebraska a, ch- a chance. I still think that they might have a shot in those two games, not saying they're going to win, but they, they play everybody close, lost 20-13 to 13 to Minnesota this weekend, uh, you know. Um, Casey Thompson needs to come back because our offense right now is not very good without him. I, d- I don't mean to pile on here, but they kept throwing out the stat that Minnesota, if they were ever down by 10 at any point, they have not won. They were 0-37 until Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, of course. And it, yeah. it, it was us that had to, 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 to break and, that. But yeah. So had that, had that ten nothing lead and just just couldn't hold it. So. Yeah, the the spiral continues, but uh, you know someday I might be ninety, but someday I expect us to have a winning year again. So. Mickey Joseph still uh, in the running for head coach? You think I, I would? Just I would say out? yeah, probably. Uh, the only thing I will say on this is is and this is just me. I I would think that if he's going to be the guy, they'll announce it here in the next week or two. I think if he's not the guy, they'll have to wait until after the Iowa game uh, to be able to announce when the season's over for a lot of these other coaches. All right, that is. Uh, uh, once again, KCIM Sports Rewind. Honald, do we need to get your reaction on Nebraska? Uh, no, you know, I, I, I honestly feel sorry for them. Um, you know, I think there's, you know, a lot of great kids over there. And, uh, you know, 
they're playing good, but they just can't quite get over the hump. And uh, I, I, I fear for the day they do learn that. And that actually hurts more as a Nebraska fan to have Iowa fans simply <laughs> feeling sorry for us. That's how far uh, we have gone is, is that now Iowa fans are feeling sorry for us. <laughs> All right. We're going to end on that note here. Jeff Honnold, thanks so much for joining us again. Uh, Sports Director Jeff Blankman is John Ryan. KCIM Sports Rewind. Catch a podcast available on the website, the mobile app, coming up here in just a few minutes.